0: to mhbc book club my name is connor alford and i'm ryan von cannell all right welcome back to week five of our mhbc book club podcast i'm connor alford
1: I'm Ryan Von Campbell,
0: and we are changing up the scenery this week. We are in the pastor's office, and you know these chairs are a little more comfortable, Ryan. This might become a regular thing we do, so I like it. I do here. like it. It's a good setup in it, here. It is. It's nice. So, uh, week five, we're going to be looking at Hebrews five two, uh, and it's really the truth of Jesus out of this book, gentle and lowly, by Dane Ortland, that that He can deal gently with the ignorant and with the wayward, and so. Um, let's 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 open up. If you've read chapter five this week, then you can follow along. If not, then maybe this will just kind of be a uh, an opener for you to to really dig into the chapter. Uh, Ryan, as we begin, what do you think about the chapter overall? Good, bad, and ugly? Um, yes, yeah, another solid chapter. You know, kind of in some ways carries on
1: the theme from uh, from chapter four right before it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a time or two where I was kind of worried here that he kind of he takes this verse out of context just a little bit. I'm so sure we could talk about that a little bit. But, you know. Yeah, that's
0: kind of what I want you to elaborate on as we begin.
1: Yeah, and, and we'll read it here in just a second. But, you know, it's, it's that chapter in Hebrews, the author is kind of going back and forth talking about Jesus as the great high priest and then comparing him to kind of the earthly priest and some of the differences there. In this specific verse that he elaborates on and what the chapter uh, title comes from, about he can deal gently, um, the author of Hebrews is saying that the earthly high priest can deal gently. Right. And now certainly we can apply that to Jesus, that Jesus can deal gently, but in some ways that verse, uh, this particular verse is not really speaking of Jesus and his gentle nature, but of a of a different person. And so that kind of bothered me a little bit. Right. He kind of takes it out. And he does mention that towards the end of the chapter about this, that specifically apply to Jesus. So we can kind of apply the, the theme of it, I guess we could say.
0: Yeah. He basically compares it with, um, so if you look at page 56 and 57 folks, just kind of look, it says, uh, why does Jesus deal gently with us? It says, since he himself is beset with weakness, most, most immediately this refers to the high priesthood generally. This is clear from the next verse, which speaks of the high priest needing to offer sacrifice which Jesus did not need to do, but remember what well, we saw a few verses earlier in 4:15. Jesus Himself, while without sin, is able to sympathize with our weakness. And so, in the same way, um, and he's they're basically applying that same principle here. That mm-hmm. you know that Jesus, even though he was without sin, he's able to sympathize with our weakness as one who, in every respect, was tempted as we are. So um, I don't know. That, I agree with you. I think that was a little. It was a little out of context, but I do I do agree with kind of how wrapped it at the end there a little bit. So, yeah, 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 exactly. So. Um, well, do we want to
1: read Hebrews um, 5 real quick? Yeah, quick, you, you, we, uh, do you uh, have it up? Started? you want to read it? Verse um, yeah, I do have it okay. up. So Hebrews 5, um, and this carries really right over from what we read last week, um, starting in verse 1. For every high priest chosen from among men is appointed to act on behalf of men in relation to God. To offer gifts and sacrifices for sins. He can deal gently with the ignorant and wayward, since he himself is beset with weakness. Because of this, he is obligated to offer sacrifices for his own sins, just as he does for those of the people. And no one takes this honor for himself, but only when called by God, just as Aaron was. So also, Christ did not exalt himself to be made a high priest, but was appointed by him. And we'll just kind of stop right there. So, Connor, what do you think about this chapter?
0: You know, I thought, I thought it was really helpful. I think sometimes when we look at Jesus, uh, and it's just generally the premise of the Bible, we have a very severe view of who Jesus is. And mm-hmm. I think that biblically is is a faulty view of who Jesus was. I know that there were times that he was firm, and there were times that he was stern, and even times that he was, I, I, I almost could use the word wrathful. I mean, really, mm-hmm. he was in, in the proper context. But when we, when we look at this chapter, I think it really starts to, and hopefully, if we take it to heart, it can... It can really break down those walls that we have um, about Jesus being harsh and overbearing and um, and even cold towards us. And instead, He, he deals gently. So um, I I I appreciated the premise. I know it's one of those things that I sometimes struggle with, especially in my sin. Is how God's going to deal with me in that sin? Is He going to deal gently, or is He going to be, um, or is He going to be loving? So mm-hmm. yeah. And it's, it's interesting that, you know, we do see at times that Jesus is both gentle
1: and he's kind of, as you said, wrathful towards mm-hmm. people. And I think it's always important to think about in those instances, like who Jesus is speaking towards. Mm-hmm. That usually when Jesus is, is angry and wrathful, um, even kind of maybe upset, we could use that word, it's towards Pharisees, maybe it's towards his own disciples at times yeah. uh, when they're acting very prideful and very self-righteous. Right. Um, really when they kind of think they have it all together. But towards the sinners and the sufferers, those who are kind of downtrodden and beaten down, those are the ones Jesus seeks out all throughout the Gospels Yes, um, and is gentle and lowly towards them. And so I think it, it's kind of important to remember those kind of contexts of, of why Jesus kind of acts those different ways to different people.
0: Mm. Do, you, do you find it an interesting connection of a priest being gentle? And uh, you know, When you think of a priest, is that one of the primary words that comes to your mind really? You know, because this um, chapter really, it is, it's very priesthood oriented, right? Yeah. And so, you know, I don't, I don't even know that I think about priesthood as being one who is gentle because mm-hmm. well, we don't, we don't live in a world where we even interact really with priests yeah. in that sense, you know? So um, it's, it's kind of fascinating. But it says, I, I love that first statement, that the, the, in ancient Israel, the king represented God to the people while the priest represented the people to God. The king provided authority over the people and the priests are uh, provided solidarity. The book of Hebrews in the Bible tells us what it means for Christ to be the priest, the true priest, the priest from whom every other is a shadow and whom every other is a pointer. And so he's kind of outlining this building upon this theology of priesthood, of firstly the Old Testament priesthood, but how Christ really relates to them.
1: So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love that he does that. And really that's that's kind of, you know, we're talking about Hebrews right now, and that's the theme of the whole book mm-hmm. is just this idea that Jesus is better. And so that's mm-hmm. what the author does is takes all these Old Testament figures and sacrifices and ideas and talks about how they all pointed to Jesus. And he does that a lot with the priesthood that Jesus is, um, is the great high priest. Um, and really that's kind of really this specific section in Hebrews 5, that's kind of one of the main differences between Jesus and the earthly priests is that they would go in and represent the people and offer sacrifices on behalf of the people, but they themselves had to deal with their own sin first. And that's just not true with Jesus, that um, he represents us. He's our advocate to uh, really with the Father, uh, but he doesn't have to deal with his own sins. He doesn't have that burden in the way of that because Jesus was, was tempted um,
0: and, and, um, and he was tried and he did so without sin and, and without weakness. You know, it's interesting, too, we don't think of priesthood, we think of it simply as sacrifices, but priesthood, priesthood also, they were very pastoral in their work, mm-hmm. I guess is maybe a good way to describe that. You know, they were responsible for teaching the law of God to the people, they're responsible for teaching and, and speaking to that. Um, you know, now you have, really you have three main offices, you have a prophet, priest, and king, a prophet's going to uh, really speak judgment or, uh, or speak a revelation of God to the people, a priest was to teach and really handle the Word of God, the Torah, the Old Testament, um, before the people, and so they were pastoral. I mean, they dealt with people, they helped them to interpret the law and mm-hmm. how to live that in a very real sense. But this passage talks about how there were often such bad models of that, um, and that you know we look at Hophni and Phineas for example. I mean, they were they were they were not good, and, uh, and others who. Uh, really ministered out of a profound weakness or harshness or sinfulness. And yet Christ is not that way. In his priesthood, mm-hmm. he is perfection in, his, in the priesthood. So, Yeah. And I love
1: um, in, on page 53 just how Jesus, as, as the great high priest, relates to us, um, kind of right towards the bottom of that division right mm-hmm. there. The idea here in 5-2 is that Jesus does not throw his hands up in the air when he engages sinners. He is calm, tender, soothing, restrained, he deals with us gently, and I just love that idea um, because so often that's that's how we deal with people is we're frustrated, we're annoyed, we're going to get up, and we might end up being kind of calm and tender towards them, but we're going to be kind of frustrated that we have to act yeah, that way yeah, yeah. towards them. And, and Jesus doesn't do that at all. And sometimes I think we we think that He does that, right? You know, He's sitting there, and oh, golly, they they've messed this up again. They've done this. <laughs> I have to go. I have to go meet with Ryan again. I have to go deal with Kyle. It's like every day I got to deal with him. Right. Um, and that's not how Jesus is. He's mm-hmm. so calm and he's so tender and soothing. Um, and that's his very heart is to engage with us and, and to be kind of be kind of pastoral to be there for us. Uh, and I, so I think that's a great reminder. I right think
0: it is. Yes. Uh, it's also interesting how he talks about sinners. The ignorant and wayward are not two kinds of milder sinners cordoned off by mm-hmm. the major sinners. No, in this writer's way of, of including everyone, that every sinner is ignorant and wayward. In the Old Testament, remember how richly and pervasively built out of the Old Testament this letter to Hebrews is. We find that there are two kinds of sins, willful and unwillful, or accidental and deliberate, as Numbers mm-hmm. 15 puts it. So I find that kind of interesting as well. What else do you think about the chapter, Ryan? Um, yeah, you know, in a lot of ways, it just kind of
1: kept going with some of the themes for the previous chapter. I do yeah. like... Um, Bible 54 when he talks about indeed we are aware of just the tip of the iceberg of our depravity even in our most searching moments of self-knowledge like we're not even aware of how sinful we actually are and like even the sins we do know about like i seem like a pretty terrible person at times um and that's just the tip of the iceberg of what i know about and to think you know often i I almost wonder if we sometimes assume that jesus is gentle towards us like out of ignorance like he doesn't necessarily know all we've done wrong he just knows you know, maybe just parts of him so he doesn't mind being gentle towards us. And that's not the case at all, that Jesus knows our sins and the depth of our depravity better than we ourselves do, and he is still gentle and lowly towards us. And I think that's such an encouragement uh, to know that. Mm -hmm.
0: It is. That's awesome. Um, I want to say one last thing. That's a great way, and I'm going to give you a moment. you have anything else you want to add? Because I have one little thing I kind of want to wrap up with. I think that's about it. Okay. So I want to go back to page 52 and 53. Uh, that there's that second paragraph kind of underneath that little line where it starts, Hebrews 5 continues, and then it goes all the way to the, that other little line section there. You see all those Greek words in that passage? Mm-hmm. So maybe you're watching this today, and you're like, I didn't go to seminary. I didn't mm-hmm. study Greek. I didn't study Hebrew. Like, kind of, this book is a little difficult. Like, and, and I, I, I agree with you. It's difficult mm-hmm. in parts, you know. Yep. The truth is, uh, I'm just going to kind of let you guys in on a little secret just because you took Greek and Hebrew in seminary doesn't mean you know all the Greek and Hebrew. Mm -hmm. Surprise. I mean, and so, you know, uh, for us, too, these words and phrases can be difficult, but when you see something like this, don't skip the page. Realize that sometimes we have to aspire up, and as you read these Greek words, understand that, and and I've often told this to people that when you read the, the biblical languages, it's like when you When you have a black and white television, and all of a sudden someone brings you home a color television, it doesn't change anything that happens in a movie, it doesn't change anything that 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 you see on the screen, but it but it actually it adds a little just level of color and and so take those words and and be challenged to read and to dig in, but also not to be intimidated because mm-hmm. we don't know we don't know all these words, and that's the beauty of reading is to see. You know, sometimes when we think of a word and when we see it in English, it actually means something just a tad bit different in the Greek or the Hebrew that we don't even have a word to express. And so when someone brings this out, it's not simply to show how smart they are. Hopefully, some people do that. You know, you can tell a young seminary student by doing that. This this word is dog and in the Hebrew it in the Hebrew it's the whatever word and it means dog. You know, and so (laughs) that happens, but uh, you know so you know it's kind of what some folks will do but really these help to bring just a level of color to the text and so mm-hmm. read and dig in and enjoy and and learn and know that that you can learn and you can learn these kind of things and it's helpful to do so yeah. it's just kind of a little side note and um, I, I just I say that don't be intimidated when a books a little bit difficult but just know that you can dig in and you can do it so yeah and if, if you have questions about it or want
1: to know more come talk to us about it us, right. yeah. you know like we've Taking the languages we're probably a little rusty on our Christian yeah right, Hebrew, but right. like... Especially Hebrew. Yeah, Hebrew yeah, was the hardest exactly. one for me. But, so. And really, in a lot of ways, like we did that for our congregation, we for did. our church we people, did, so we yeah. can better teach and preach. And so come ask us those questions, and, and we probably won't know the answer off the top of our head. Yeah. But hey, we'll do our best to find you the answer and talk with you about that. That's exactly right.
0: So, hey guys, we hope that this has just been a helpful little tidbit for you this week to kind of help you explore and read more into this book. Great book so far. Mm-hmm. And so, really enjoying it. Uh, I'm Connor Alford, and this is Ryan Von Cannell, and we will see you guys next week. Thank you for being with us. See ya.